You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. My name is Cara Zoyal. I'm from Krypton. Uh, everyone, this is my cousin. I guess you already know. Okay, I think I have this. Uh, Oliver. Green Arrow. Dig. Spartan. Thea. Speedy. And Sarah. White Canary. Jax. Sam Professor Stein. Firestorm. Uh, Ray. Palmer. Uh, the Atom. And Mick. Hmm. Oh, Heatwave. Uh, Always a pleasure to see you, Lucy. Hello. I believe we've met Lucifer, Morningstar. Consider us even, John Constantine. <laughs> Constantine. Is it? I don't care. Be ready. All right, then. On the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, you can take us on the go with Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or any other listening stations. You can also check out our content on the website, themisfitfaction.com. You can find us on Facebook. We have the Multiverse Fancast and the Misfit Faction Facebook pages, as well as Cinematic Adventures. And don't forget to check out our YouTube as well as our Instagram. This way you can get in touch with us with any social media platforms you desire. All right, so today we are going to be talking about a character study for Superman. Um, (laughs) I know these things. (laughs) Before we get started, I have with me, as always, Paul. Paul, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just doing so well right now. How are you, Ron? I'm doing well, thank you. And we also have our unofficial, official third guest host, Rob. Rob, how are you? Groovy. Groovy. Awesome. All right. Well, like I said, we are going to be doing a character study on Superman today. We've done these in the past. Um, Before we get started up, we do have a bit of news to go over. Um, Paul, what are some of the news things we wanted to hit on? Uh, Well, we have mostly Marvel news for today. Um, First and foremost, Sony has come to an agreement with Netflix to distribute, uh, have exclusive distributing rights all of next year for their movies. Uh, Big Big move, especially considering yeah. those movies also include, you know, a little franchise. Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Pig, good old Spider Pig, Spider Pig, the entire Spider Man franchise. Um, which is, I, I think you and I, Ronnie, we talked off air about this, where it was more just Sony was like, screw, screw, screw Disney, screw yeah, Disney. right, screw Disney and Marvel, yeah. because uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Sony and Marvel came to an agreement to to use Spider Man to share them. But a tentative agreement. Very tentative. Yeah. Because Marvel gets the majority of of the profits from Spider Man. They get all the merchandising rights, all the you know the comic books. He's one of the. He, I think he was actually ranked the most profitable. Um, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Comic book character of all time, which Spider Man, we get it. Yeah. yeah. But um, it, it'll be fun to have a, a Netflix exclusive that we because uh, Netflix really. They they ha- they still have but like the market's so saturated with, with streaming like yeah that they only have their original stuff they don't have other 
properties, other companies' stuff yeah, they have coming to that. Just a lot of original stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot of original. Wh- which is which is pretty good stuff. Yeah, I have to say, even this week, um, like Timmy was looking to watch a lot of Spider-Man, and uh, we had trouble finding it. Like, because it used to be yeah. solely on Stars, and now you have to get a Stars subscription to see it. And so yeah. he, he ended up having to purchase it from Amazon just because you know he he watches them a lot, but it, they're they're not really on a dedicated streaming service. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be nice to have it finally there. And uh, round or coming up next, we have uh, well, you know, Marvel taking a little play out of the DC fan, <laughs> the DC <laughs> book, but yeah. uh, doing it way faster than Warner Brothers. Oh so yeah. So yeah. if any of you guys have been watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and if you have, check out our reviews written by Rob every week on the MisfitFaction.com in the Misfit Corner section. Um, there was an episode, I believe, it was episode three. It was, which featured. Just a, a single, a single shot of Daniel <laughs> Bruhl, aka Baron Zemo, dad dancing yeah. in a club, and he looked cooler. He looked sort of cool. He looked it, cooler than Tobey Maguire. I think it helps. That, <laughs> I think it helps to know that he also killed a lot of people. Not Daniel Bruhl. I don't. I don't know his personal I, life. Yeah, but, um, he might have. I don't know. Yeah, Possibility. Matthew Broderick did. But um, <laughs> that's a true story. Yeah. What? Matthew Broderick killed someone. What? Do you, what? Do you, when? When? What? With, like in a car accident? Yeah. That's Involuntary uh, manslaughter. Well, he didn't, did yeah. he run them down? I don't know. But um, <laughs> a little bit of both. No. <laughs> it was the principal coming to check on him on his day off. <laughs> but um, so there was a big push. I guess they, Marvel said that there was like ten minutes of Zemo dancing. So there was, a la Justice League, they had released the Zemo cut. Yep. We um, clamored for it, and they delivered. And yeah. if you want, you can actually check that out. I believe we posted it both on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, and it's it's just delightful. It's cringy. It's, it's so it's, cringy. I mean, it's it's delightfully cringy. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm glad yeah. they did it. And it, he does. Like I thought, he was a cooler dancer in the show. And then when I saw the full video, I'm like, ooh, yeah, that is dad dancing. Yeah, because they picked the best one. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, release the Zemo cut is another fan based. Uh, release uh, success story. Yeah, right. So congratulations, fans. But you know what? I'm okay with it. Like it's it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, just, Whatever. I'm just glad it only took a couple days. I know, right? Justice 13, League was because Marvel got scared. They're like, no, 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 we don't yeah, need. Right? We don't need this. <laughs> yeah, we don't need this. Now uh, we also had uh, new trailers for Loki and Black Widow. We're not going to spend too much time on them because uh, Loki, I think, comes out June 11th. Yeah. yeah. So like right yeah. after. Uh, is there anything in between Falcon? No, no. Well, the initial plan was to have Black Widow released at the beginning of May, and that uh, was going to yeah, take yeah. us up to Loki, and they pushed that back to July 9th, I think it is. Yeah. July's going to be a fun month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a few things. But, um, but um, yeah, so uh, we, we saw the Loki trailer. It, I, I know I enjoyed it. It, it kind of shows yeah. what they're doing. I'm extremely looking forward to the to Loki now. Yeah. I already was. I, I love the character. I love Tom Hiddleston. Um, and the first teaser that they put out was, was really interesting, and, and it was cool. The, the things that they were going to do. This one really, I thought, blew me away, and, and I'm thrilled. I cannot yeah. wait until Loki. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else? On, uh, no, that pretty much covers our news uh, for for this section. So we're going to move on. We're going to start into our character study of Superman now. Um, first thing that we are going to be discussing, I believe, is the hope, the Superman symbol. Actually, it's like a river. Oh, like your car keys. It's an S. Oh, stands it's an S. for. Sex, S for sexy, super, right? Sexy. But um, yeah, we're gonna talk about first the, uh, the the Superman symbol. Arguably, arguably, Rob. <laughs> Hold give on. him a look. <laughs> I I just I have to preface it. Arguably, one of if not the most iconic superhero emblems. Like Batman's very iconic. Yeah. Um, 
I, and I'm not. This isn't a dig against Marvel, but they don't have a whole lot of symbols that immediately. True. Think. Yeah. No. Um, Spider Man probably. Like you see the spider yeah, symbol, you right. know Spider Man. That's about. Yeah. Um, I'm. I really. Can't that's about it. it. You know, Captain America Shield. Right. But that's Iron, not, Iron Man. You know what is arc reactor? You know? Well, in more recent years. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I think I, the 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 branding of superheroes is really more of a DC type thing. Yeah. They're yeah. The logo. They go the logo route. Yeah. Yeah. And you know the original symbol was little. It was just supposed to be an S for Superman. Yeah. Um. I believe they started with the. The police badge looking one. Yeah. And then the diamond one. And it's pretty much it's been consistent. Um they they in more recent years they've added a lot more lore to it, uh Kryptonian lore, which we're gonna talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. But um you know, it became the the crest for his family, then it became it means hope. Um sometimes it's still just an S. Yeah. Um at one point it was um inspired by a Native American symbol that was like a snake. And it meant it was for healing. Like this is these are all things that happen really? in the comics. Yeah. You know the thing about Superman comics in particular is it's fun to watch them age mm-hmm. because they've been Superman's been around for almost 80, 85 years I think. Like yeah, we're getting nineteen forty, not thirty eight, nineteen thirty eight was it? So yeah, we're, we're action comics. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're uh, apparently in action comics just sold for almost record breaking three point six four million. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah, wow. something like that. I mean. That's crazy, you know. It's it's a testament to Superman's staying power, and the symbol is is super iconic. And everybody, yeah. you, know, you see it, you know it. It's like McDonald's, the M, you know, yeah. the the cro- uh, the cross. If you're uh, religious, like it's a Coca Cola, Coca Cola. Yeah, it's it is yeah. just it is the symbol, and it, everybody always thinks when they think superhero symbol, Superman is usually the first one that jumps in. Um, now, I think the next thing we're going to move into is. Um, a little bit more of the lore of Superman. You know, Krypton has always been a very important facet. Unfortunately, there's only like two versions of Krypton that we ever really get. Uh, did, yeah. did any of you guys watch the show? No. I, I saw the no. first first half of the se- of season one. And We're it was, talking about the show Krypton. The, sh- the actual show Krypton. What, the, what was that on Sci-Fi? Or? Sci-Fi, and then yeah. they moved it. I think it's on HBO. I think you can watch it on HBO Max. Okay. But um, the most iconic version is obviously the... You know the Richard Donner, the, yeah. the Christopher Reeve era. It's it's been kind of the staying power of Krypton, and of course you have Kryptonite. <laughs> Fun fact for those of you guys who don't know, Kryptonite was actually created for the radio show because they needed to give the actors breaks and what can defeat Superman. So they actually created a weakness for Superman, and now Kryptonite, just like the symbol, is is iconic. Like we use yeah. it in common phrasing. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's permeated you know regular talk when someone will say oh you know that's my kryptonite or something you know and and they don't even think about superman anymore they really associate it with just a weakness weakness. yeah you know sort of like achilles heel that con very very similar thing but um and then the last part that we want to talk about before we take a quick break i think is uh the superman suit arguably again one of the most iconic Superhero costumes. Are of you all time. A underwear on the outside guy? Ooh, deep debate. It depends on the suit. I, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, and it also depends on how the underwear looks, which is a phrase <laughs> I never thought I'd, I'd say in real life. But let, let isolate me, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do the editing, so negative on that one. But um, simple reason: you get like a like a Kingdom Come Superman. Where he, they're more shorts, yeah. they're not so much like the tidy whitey style. Tight, tight. Well, I don't know what what's Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come was a storyline, and it's what inspired oh. the Brandon Routh Superman oh, okay. with the red yeah. with the red and black S. Um, very good comic book storyline. If you haven't read Kingdom Come, it's fantastic. But um, I I would say just no underwear. 
the, no underwear. Granted, the fir- the full blue was a little jarring when yeah. when, I, when we first saw it with Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about what we like about each Superman yeah. when we get into uh, particulars. But um, so I'd you, say you're, you're more you're more of a, a free free. What, what's not, what's the term when you don't free balling? Oh, free balling. No, not that oh. one. <laughs> Going commando. Lord, that's the one. Oh. You said free first. Commando. So yeah, no one. I'm like. <laughs> I'm thinking, Free going, is it camouflage? <laughs> Freebird. Commando. Yeah. yeah, so you're more of a commando kind of I, Superman. I, I don't, what what you about mean? you, Rob? I do. Mm. It's tough, right? It is tough. And and I think it comes down to also the type of Superman that I'm thinking about, too, because there is a certain earnestness with the red underwear on the outside, a certain, like... Vulnerability? Not, not even that, but just, like... A more of an all-American kind of style to that, whereas with the under underwear on the inside or commando, it's sort of a more of a brutalized uh, warrior Superman, uh, whereas the other one is more of a standing for you know truth, justice, American way kind of Superman. That's fair. All for right. me, it's the colors. Mm. The darker the yeah. colors, the more aggressive the Superman costume. The lighter, th- and we're going to talk about that too. Yeah, it's going to be a big, big topic of debate. <laughs> but um, what about you, Ronnie? Um, I kind of agree with both of you okay. in a way. Like, it depends on the Superman it de- you're getting. It, it depends on the Superman you're getting. Like, yeah. for instance, you have these guys that are like a Henry Cavill or Hecklin, where they're big guys, they're built. But then you have like Brandon Routh, who's in good shape, oh, but in not. Great but shape, but yeah. he's he's not that big, you know. Even Christopher Reeves wasn't that big, so like George, having George Reeves not big at all. Yeah, so so, so like having having the underwear on those smaller actors, it makes sense to put the underwear on. But when you have those bigger, meaning size wise, not you know stardom yeah. wise, it, it makes sense to have them going commando. Okay. You know, I'm looking at all um, the Superman yeah. memorabilia, in, and in then the also also with the that bright blue suit, you need that red to break it up. So that's where the underwear comes in. We're looking in. at one poster here, which he has. He's, uh, he's new commando. Fi- new 52 But Superman. he has like a red belt kind of on. Yeah. It I, does I, break yeah. it up. I, I like that. A yeah, I cloth. think there does need to be a breakup. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. As long as they keep the boots also red, I think that yeah. also yeah. makes a big now, difference. Just on a side note for you older listeners, you might remember uh, Underoos a little bit. Um, I don't know if you... Were Underoos even around for you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I think that's Underoos? probably... Isn't that what Iron Man called Spider-Man? Yes, it was. <laughs> Weren't those the cookies you dipped in the frost? The Dunkaroos. So for our older listeners, yes, underoos were something that was big for us when we were growing up. And that, you know, having Superman underoos was a big thing because he looked just like Superman in mm-hmm. the in the underwear. So I think there's a fondness for us older folks uh, having hit the red uh, on the outside underwear, yeah. too, because it reminds us of that. That's yeah. That's a little fair. nostalgia. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we're going to take a quick little break right now. Um, and when we come back, we're going to go a little more in depth on the actors who have portrayed it. But first, a quick break. I'll deal with you later. Stay put. I'll be back in a flash. <laughs> back in a flash. Wow. Does he say that often? <sighs> Too, Too often. often. 
Hey everyone, and welcome back. Hope you had a nice break. Um, we're going to be getting started on our in-depth discussion on Superman now. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about all of the movie actors first, and then after we talk about those, we're going to move on to our TV actors. Um, so we're going to get started off with the one, the only, Christopher Reeve. Um, you will believe a man can fly. That was the tagline yeah. for the 1977 Superman. 77? Uh-huh. Am I right about that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't there. If not, it's I all right. I was. Uh, <laughs> wow, someone's old. <laughs> we won't say who, though. He was three. <laughs> he was wearing his underoos. <laughs> That's funny. 78, by the way. 78. 78, yeah. 78. Four. I'm Close sure. enough, though. I was all negative right. 11. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I remember the 70s. I'm just saying I was alive during it. <laughs> the product a of the 70s. Right? Um, but yeah, so Christopher Reeve, he was, what, the first one we got he on film? He was the film? very first f- movie Superman. Movie, they yeah. they movie had done Superman. movie serials up until that point. Yeah. They had a lot of like Superman versus the Mole Men and mm. stuff like that. But yeah. in terms of big... Theatrical release. This was, yes. And a lot of people still credit this movie for starting the superhero, the superhero. movie. Yeah, it yeah. really did. Um, so... Paul, what are, what are your thoughts on Christopher Reeve? Well, like a lot of people, Christopher Reeve was my first Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, you always remember your first. You always remember your always. first man. <laughs> Super or not. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Isolate that. <laughs> I still do the editing, so. Oh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly unplugs everything. Hey. But, um, so, like, Christopher Reeve, he... He had a gravitas about him, and um, let, we're going to bring this up because it's going to be like when we do our ranking at the end, I'm going to give you guys categories for you to decide because uh, if you guys listen to our Batman character study, which um, is linked on our website, we we rated Batman for a series of qualities, right? His physicality, mm-hmm. his demeanor, his detective skills, like all, all, and that's how we, I think we ended up saying that Ben Affleck was... Yeah, he did check a lot of boxes. The better, yes. the best version of Batman to screen. Not to say he was the perfect Batman, but no. we're going to do something similar with this. And um, one thing that Christopher Reeve did better than any other Superman was the Clark Kent Superman distinctions. Um, yes. Yeah. Christopher Reeve's depiction of, of Clark Kent really inspired a lot of different things. You got like the Fleischer era of animation where they did the same thing, where Clark was very soft-spoken, he was very timid. But this was the the clumsy bumbling but fastest typewriter i've ever seen (laughs) clark kent and it's really stuck for a lot of iterations um i don't have a problem with clark kent as a character being assertive and we'll talk about that when we talk more henry cavill um i don't have a problem with that because it's always it's always the conversation people have it's well why don't people realize that clark kent is superman (laughs) well because he's got glasses it's Mm, <laughs> so uh, we're not going to harp too much on it but it, it's a very big part of his character with you know superman and clark kent and and that depiction for me it's always a, a very important part and he changed his posture he changed the way that yeah. he spoke he was bumbling and then he was confident and and christopher reeve in my very humble opinion did it best so that that's yeah. my thoughts on christopher reeve. did christopher reeve develop, was he the first one to do the superman curl um i think I don't know. That's that's, that's a, a that's yeah. a very good question. But, I believe so. But I, I think everyone before just had like uh just quaffed. Like like yeah. that like that forty fifties like slick back right. well, you, kind you of see like in, with uh, a widow's. I have peak. a lot of Superman memorabilia in the uh, yeah. studio. Mm. In some of those pictures, like especially the comic ones, yeah, he has the curl, but I, I think 
I think he's the first one to put it on film. But also a, a nice nuance was Clark Kent and Superman had their hair parted different ways. It, it's like little yeah. things like that make yeah. a big difference. Rob, what about you, Christopher Reeve? Um, I, Christopher Reeve, I, I think for me, probably encapsulates everything that Superman should be. Um, I, I just watched a YouTube video the other day, uh, and I highly encourage you to watch it. Um, the YouTuber is called Patrick H. Willems. Um, he did a piece about R-rated. Should R- should superhero movies be R-rated? And uh, he discussed that, you know, overall Superman and a lot of these heroes were made for kids. They were made for eight to 12 years old, eight to 12 year olds. And he talked about he talked with a lot of people who were in the industry and, and quoted Stanley and Jack Kirby and a lot of them. And a lot of them said they were aiming for eight to 12 year olds, that they that was their target audience. And I think that Superman has that sort of sweet Boy Scoutish kind of earnestness to him that Christopher Reeves, I always get that wrong. Is it Reeve? Yeah, Reeve. Reeve. Yeah, that Christopher Reeve brought to the role because he was just he you he you really felt as if he was doing good for the sake of doing good, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a very big part of Superman. And uh, just so we remember, Christopher Reeve, George Reeves. Reeves. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I, I always get them confused too. Ronnie, what about you, Christopher Reeve? Um. Kind of like everyone said, you know, he's the first one, uh, other than Rob, the first one we saw anywhere. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do you mean other than Rob? I, I, I was not alive in the 50s, you know. How, how was the radio show? Did you have to turn the dial a certain way? This week on the radio show, we'll be listening to Superman getting handled by Lex Luthor. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he he's the classic go-to, I think. I think when you think Superman... He's the first one I feel like comes to most people's mind. Um, but, you know, he portrayed it very well. I would like it's just a shame because the, the movies are not like quality wise. Like back then they were great. But like imagine seeing him in today's world. So like, th- like with that, like that the special big, effects and stuff like that. That was a big point. Like I I. Me personally, I love practical effects. Yes. I think they are always a little bit better, um, depending on what you're doing. You know, yeah. um, it's funny to imagine that Christopher Reeve Superman can fly so fast that he can like turn the world back in time and all well, that. Yeah. That's but then goofy. when they like show him just taking off, he's like, dun, and like yeah. three yeah. miles an hour. Um, I think also the Christopher Reeve Superman movies have a lot of nostalgia appeal. Yes. Yeah. Well, they, because yeah, they. Uh, because well, they're, they're calling back to the comics, to, to the action yeah. comics from 1938. Also, I think that like a lot of us, like it was my first superhero movie. I, I know that for a fact. As a mm-hmm. kid, it was my mm-hmm. first superhero movie, and I'll always hold it in, in high regard. But I remember I watched, I tried watching it, like the first one, and I'm like, the first 20 minutes, I'm like, this really drags. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, like Marlon Brando, he he was like over the role before even like. There's a yeah. lot of behind the scenes stuff, and we're this isn't like a Superman movie episode, but no. we could do a whole episode on, on yeah. Superman the movie. I think we could do a whole episode on Marlon Brando and Superman. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, there are very few like it's not until he becomes Superman in um 
Metropolis, and I will still say the helicopter scene still not only holds up, oh, yeah. Yeah. but it is it is one of the time. I got chills when you said that. I, I me too. Yeah, like man. you know, uh, Sean, our co-host from Cinematic Adventures, and I were talking about uh, Zack Snyder Justice League the other night, and he was saying, you know, there there aren't any there aren't a lot of scenes in that movie that are like the wow scenes. Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. we said the same thing. Like Avengers has just the one wow scene when you really think about it. The the circle spin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there like it's a good movie, but it's not like. And then you get to Avengers Endgame with you know Avengers right. Assemble. But for this, like Superman saving that, and just the way he, the way he says to the pimp, "Excuse me," like so polite, but like at the same time, like I acknowledge you, but I'm busy. Yeah. Um, and Gosh. then when he catches it, and you know, easy miss, I got you. Yeah. You, yeah. You just got catch me. it. Like you've clearly like when he she's falling off the hill, off the building, and you know he catches her there. Yeah. That's something that I like so much more about this Superman is that he smiles when he's saving people. Like he, it's not a burden to him. He's just so happy to do mm-hmm. it, and he just wants to do the right thing. Whereas you know, Zack Snyder's you know Superman is and Henry Cavill's is different. I'm not saying one's it's necessarily worse or or better, but it's just it's nice to see a Superman that's happy to be Superman because that's sort of like the the 8 to 12 year old kid fantasy of I want to be Superman because I would be happy being Superman like nobody looks at Henry Cavill no 8 to 12 year old looks at Henry Cavill and goes I want to be like that guy because I love how brooding and and conflicted he is I feel like modern day Superman are modeled after your older crowd now because we all grew up with those younger ones so now they're going well because comic books unfortunately comic books and superheroes are not as prevalent as they once were and they're not for 8 to 12 year olds anymore yeah so it's it's a product of its time and that's why you, you don't get so many kids you know watching these movies really unless they're watching it with their parent or older sibling or you know so, someone like that now here's the argument I want to make because that is a great point that they're not for eight to twelve year olds anymore, and Patrick Willems in his video and some of the uh, older creators actually cover that, and that's okay because they said, you know, well, why did we get darker as we went? It was because the 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 people into these comics aged with it, and that's yeah. great. But the problem with that is that at some point we're all going to age out of it, and there's not going to be ah. that fan base. <laughs> there's not going to be that fan base anymore because. Because one of the creators, I wish I could remember his name, was talking about it's okay to have R-rated stuff and and you know gritty stuff, but it shouldn't be the mainstream thing. You should yeah. also have you know the stuff that does appeal to eight to twelve year olds because eventually those people are going to grow up and get into the yeah. grittier things too. So you're going to lose your fans, and and I worry about that with superheroes that you know especially with DC, um, and not a knock against them, but I'm just saying that. You know, DC is so focused on the gritty, you know, down to earth, you know, stuff that I think they're alienating some of their younger viewers and those people aren't going to grow up to appreciate the gritty stuff. They need Mm. to go kind of the route of Toy Story. Mm. Toy Story was a was a film franchise that that gracefully aged with its audience. Yeah. Yeah. Where by the third one. You know, the kids were still laughing, and the adults were feeling an existential crisis of yeah. growing old yeah. when all the toys are about to die. And then they made a fourth one we don't talk about. Yeah, yeah right. Didn't even see. <laughs> Harry Potter is another yeah. sort of approach to that, too. You know, that we we grew up with Harry Potter alongside him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they've sort of gone back a little bit with Fantastic Beasts, which sort yes. of has that wonder factor for kids again, Yeah. Um, even though it's not that good a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to keep moving on. We're going to now jump to another person who actually has portrayed Superman 
on film and in TV. Um, yeah, quote unquote. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Brandon Routh right now. Um, so he was in 2006's Superman Returns, and he also played on Crisis on Infinite Earths on the CW. There's a hand in the back. Okay. This yes, is from the peanut gallery. This is Paul. The one of, if not the biggest Superman fan you'll ever meet. Actually, that's very true. Yep. I hate Superman Returns. I feel like I, I, most I passionately people do. hate it. There are maybe two scenes in that movie, and I'm sure anybody who's seen it knows the plane scene, and then his little montage of saving people with the the machine gun. Yeah. And otherwise, I despise that movie. It's Kevin Spacey, isn't it? Well, now now it is. <laughs> he had a little boy on that boat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Too soon. But, um, we're, we're, Why? I just I have a uh, my problem is Batman Begins came out at this around the same time. Yes. So mm-hmm. about a year prior, we had Batman Begins. So what were we all thinking at the time? Cinematic universe. Marvel. Yep. Marvel was just getting their their sea legs. Okay. They they Iron Man I think came out right before Iron Man was around this. Iron Man and the Dark Knight came out in the same yeah, year. So yeah. So like and Smallville was still at its height. So I was watching Smallville. Um, this movie, it, we don't need. It was a re. It, it, like I'm trying to put my. <laughs> wow, yeah, he's really struggling. Like, but Cause, cause here's because here's my thing. Because all the emotion is is building up here. I yeah. really like Brandon Routh. Yes. I've met yes. Brandon Routh. He's a really cool guy. We love him as Ray Palmer. And I, yep. I was thrilled when they said they were going to let him be Kingdom Come Superman. Mm-hmm. He he looked fantastic. His Him in Crisis on Infinite Earths redeemed him as Superman for me. Yes. yes. But this movie, he was trying too hard oh. to be Christopher Reeves because it was a sequel to Superman 2. Yes. Yeah. I I just... It just did not do it for me. I did. Yeah. And I, I like James Mar- uh, Marsden. I really yeah. like James Marsden. I thought he got a bad deal as Cyclops. Who does he play in Superman He plays the boyfriend, the boyfriend of Lois Lane. Okay, yeah. yeah. The, Superman comes back to Earth after five years, not telling anyone where he's going. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the first things he does is spy on Lois Lane. <laughs> like, creepy. creepy. But, like, the trailer first came out, and they had Marlon Brando doing, like, you know, they could be a good people, Pacal, they wish to be. And, like, it, then it cuts to him in, in space. And some of those effects still really hold up, and it's, like, really good. But. Yeah. God, it's it's a terrible. It's just a bad movie. It's two and a half hours of, uh, yeah. And also, <laughs> Brandon Routh, um, g- good for him. He is, he's not sh- he's not hiding anything in that costume. And sometimes, it caught my attention in a, in at the worst time. <laughs> like the promotional photo is him standing on like the the fake kryptonite yeah. like, landmass thing, and it's just like oh. Oh, oh, good for, are, good are for we, you. Yeah. <laughs> We're still family friendly, but... Uh, you, you can see the outline. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've never noticed. Yeah. You, you can it, see that sock in there. Yeah, when we talk, when we talked about the costume... <laughs> sock in there. <laughs> when we talk about the costume, like, I, I have grown more... Um, enjoy, I've enjoyed more the, the more armor, Kryptonian-type look that we got with Henry Cavill and, yeah. and more recent comics than, than the traditional spandex, but... um. Yeah, those are my thoughts on, on Brandon Routh's Superman. I really liked him in Crisis, but um, and his yeah. he looked great in Crisis. That that costume was ripped yes. from the comic books. Like, mm-hmm. the, I love the Kingdom Come look. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, really, yeah. otherwise, and was it? It was Brian Singer that did that one, right? And yeah, that makes it worse too. Yeah, that does. Yeah. Um, Rob, I I all right now. I'm I'm not as an in depth Superman fan as as Paul is. Um, so my my 
knowledge is a little bit more limited. Um, I will say that having rewatched Superman Returns maybe about three years ago, it was way better than I remembered it. I remember when I watched it, it was not interesting. I remember being bored. I remember it just not clicking. Um, when I rewatched it, I, I it, there were things that were still way off. Um, there were plot points that I didn't think were very good. I think, you know, Kevin Spacey was a horrible Lex Luthor, I thought. Um, you know, Gene Hackman is still a fan, one of my favorite Lex Luthers. But uh, I thought only, you were going to say Jesse Eisenberg. But, on, but only because he's Gene Hackman. Um, yeah. I don't think he's an accurate Lex Luthor, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed Brandon Ruth. I, I, I think because he hearkened back so well to Christopher Reeve um, in terms of the look, in terms of the sort of Boy Scoutish goofiness to mm-hmm. him. Uh, there was a certain sweetness to him when he's not spying. Um, I like the <laughs> costume. I just thought, yeah, that it was misguided. And I, I think Brian Singer didn't really fully understand he understood the character, but I think he didn't really understand the storyline. Um, and remember, you know, Brian Singer was also coming off of X-Men mm-hmm. where he, he definitely understood X-Men, but just this, it, it doesn't click on so many levels. Yeah. It's not bad. And I like this. I like Brendan Routh's Superman. And yes, Crisis absolutely brought him back well. Yes. And it was neat seeing him and Ray Palmer in sort of the same <laughs> things and seeing how different his portrayals are of those two characters. Yeah. But, uh, He's still up there for me. I like Brendan Routh's right. Superman. Awesome. Um, I, I kind of want to go back to the whole <clears throat> thing with uh, Christopher Reeve. So he, like Paul was saying, he tried to be, he tried too hard to be Christopher Reeve, and that's why it wasn't that good. He was also a deadbeat dad. He didn't know he had a kid. He knew at the end. Oh. And what that's did all, he choose yeah. to do? I forget. I'll always be here. I'll always be around. <laughs> See ya. Where's that child support? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so I, I think w- when you have such a great portrayal of a character and then you get this one, I, th- I think your expectations are he needs to be Christopher Reeve. And he knew that. He knew if he wasn't near that, no one would like him. I, I feel like he, he should get or he should have got a little redemption and had another movie because oh, especially now seeing wow. him in crisis i feel like they, how good, they should how good he could have been yeah like that's what we wanted in superman returns it's not what we got but you know what it's never too late to throw that storyline in in superman returns were they setting up a Superboy? i think they were trying to make him more relatable Okay. Yeah, by having a human like a, a real like something you can relate to, and that's when we talk about Superman and Lois and uh, Tyler Hecklin, yeah. we're gonna talk about grounding Superman in the right way mm-hmm. as opposed to other ways they've tried. Cause, cause, yeah, yeah. My my the way where I was going with this was, I feel like every time we're making a movie like that, we're looking more towards sequels than we are you know like you're saying oh we, we should have had another one yeah that, you're probably right because they intended to have another yes. one whereas i wish they would make movies more of like we're not we're not thinking about that we just want to tell a good story yeah um and and if you know like the only one that pops up in my brain right away is black panther like black panther is its own isolated story um it has a definitive beginning a definitive end. there's a character arc that goes throughout that movie and yes it's part of a, a cinematic universe mm-hmm. but if you watch 
watched just Black Panther, you would still be okay and and you would feel satisfied. Um, yeah. You would still want to live with these characters in future movies, but you didn't need to. Whereas yes. I feel like too many, and this isn't a DC or Marvel thing, this is a, an overall movie thing. Mm-hmm. We're looking more towards sequels and franchises than we are just telling a good story. Yes. All right. Awesome. All right. We're going to keep moving on right here and we're going to go to our final film uh, super man and that's going to be Henry Cavill is that how you say it it's Cavill oh it's the, the mustache witcher. the witcher yeah it's the mustache guy Throw a coin to your Witcher. It's, it's toss a coin. Toss Thank a you very coin. much. Right. I sing it every time I kill a spider in the house. I, I feel I feel like we should have Paul talk last because I feel like he's going to be the one that talks the most he's about gush, this. Because gush the most. Yeah. Actually, you're you may be surprised with with how I feel about Henry Cavill Superman. Okay. Oh, now we're definitely making the people wait for yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll we're going to start off with Rob. Rob, what are your thoughts on Henry Cavill? So, as, as Superman, not a person. Yeah, no, yeah. Very nice in real life. <laughs> oh, he actually, I love how geeky he is. And, and apparently yeah, his wife really, is too. He really is like king of the nerds. Yeah, he's, I saw videos of him making small little figurines with brushes that yeah. have like two bristles two on bristles, it. Yeah. He's like the Miniature. Jack's 40-year-old version. Oh, yeah. Now I change um, your blue pants to red. <laughs> I love his commitment to the role. I actually really like him. I just don't like the environment he's in. I feel as if it is... The the whole conflicted Superman thing, I I I feel it's a disservice to him and his character. Um, there's no joy in it. There's no kid that's gonna like I said, no kid that's gonna look at that and want to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really did like him. Like I remember seeing Man of Steel for the first time in the theaters, and I actually liked it in the theaters. I I yeah. kind of looked past a lot of the movie's flaws, and I, I liked him. Um, He's serviceable for me. Um, I, I I think the suit works. I think the the S as a river is kind of stupid. That um, was a Joss Whedon thing. Was yeah, it? yeah, uh, that was completely a Joss Whedon. Oh, thing. that's right. It was in the yeah, beginning. that was uh, yeah. the cell phone footage. Um, but I I I his physicality is intimidating mm-hmm. um which is interesting you know that's a far cry from george reeves uh <laughs> who really didn't do uh, i don't think he did a single push-up in his life okay, yeah. from the looks of just him. lifting the beer can that's yep. fine what's you know, wrong with whatever that? he wants to do <laughs> um but he was i, I don't know i, I gotta I, go yeah. ahead <laughs> all right I, i'm gonna go before paul i think he is a great superman but not a good Clark Kent. Oh no, he's terrible as Clark Kent. Yeah, I I think there there's been better Clark Kents, but as far as Superman go, he's up there. I, I don't know if he's gonna be the best. You, I'm, actually gonna, I'm actually gonna argue with that I, with I, you yeah? on that one yeah, a little bit. What the on the Clark Kent? Kent thing? I I think he's a better Clark Kent than a Superman. I'm just shocked that really? nobody looks at him and goes, Superman, why did you put on a suit? Yeah, because because that that's my thing is he doesn't really change anything no other than wearing glasses i'm gonna address that too i He's I, a master he, he, he he changes his voice a little bit as well but he, he's still got the posture he's still got those muscles the hair is the same like n- nothing really changes about him except putting on some glasses and then obviously wearing a three-piece suit instead of a onesie and being a negligent reporter and not covering the football game. I'm going to argue yeah. that one with you too. Okay. I put a fair amount of thought into this. All right. Um, All yeah. Right. No, let's, let's hear from our resident Superman expert. Uh, expert. And I don't say that, I don't say uh, that experts. facetiously. Uh, I, I really yes. mean that. Yeah. Um, 
so I'm going to address certain points. Number one, first of all, physically, he embodies everything about Superman. He yes. looks like comic su- book wise. Yeah, I would. Say, yeah, like the, the okay. physicality of yeah. Henry Cavill. Um, the only other superhero actors that really catch it for me, like when I think actors who look like the superhero should, it's always Cavill, um, Hemsworth, and Evans. Those are the three yes. that always come to my mind. Like Chris Evans looks like Captain America, mm-hmm. you know, and Chris Hemsworth, he's only getting more and more jacked. Yeah. Um, anybody can play Bruce Banner. Anybody, yes. uh, like, I, I'm not trying to take away from certain actors, but, but like, you mean physically speaking? Physically so. speaking, yeah. like, those are the actors that really embody the way the character should look, should act, should mannerisms, that sort of thing. And Henry Cavill, he, he's a beefcake. Like, I, like, there's no other way to yeah, say yeah. it. Like, yeah, like, he's. Nom, 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 he nom, specifically nom. wanted the one shirtless scene. <laughs> that was scene. not me. Yeah, that was a little weird. But <laughs> that was Paul. He asked for the one shirtless scene so that people would see that it's not a padded suit. Like I, I know Are Zach you talking about in Justice League in Man of Steel. In Man, Man of Steel. Steel, and then it just kind of carried over. But you know, Zachary Levi got a lot of crap about his suit and it being a little bit padded. Paddy. Um, I'm also going to talk big too. He like he got in shape. He's primarily a comedian though. Yeah. But I'm also going to say the same thing about Tyler Hecklin. His new suit is a little too padded for me sometimes. Yeah. In oh, really? Superman and Lois, but like, because he looks different than he did in Supergirl. Yeah. But um, again, still a guy in great shape, but he doesn't have that V taper. Yeah. Um, to get a little bit more appreciation for Clark Kent, I watched the extended cut and watching him, he cared more about people as Clark Kent than he does as Superman. Sometimes it felt like, like he was, he was going at, he was like chasing this story about the Batman and how he's, you know, quote yeah. unquote been terrorizing. Um, I also like a Clark Kent that stands up for himself, that like stands by his convictions. Like he mm-hmm. argues with Perry about the stories. Yeah, you know, yes, negligent. He should have been doing his job as well, Rob. But <laughs> I enjoyed seeing a Clark Kent that wasn't everybody wasn't just stepping on him. Yeah. Um, now, in terms of the Superman Clark Kent uh, thing, number one, most people don't know that Superman has a secret identity. Like we know as the viewers. Oh, okay. I see so, where you're going. So, like, if I saw somebody, I was like, and I'm like, oh, that's Superman. Why would I know? Like, I always just assume that Superman is just wearing his pajamas, you know, his super pajamas, flying around all day. That he lives in his ice fortress in the Arctic. That that's a big thing about Superman is people don't know he has a secret identity, so they don't know to look for it. It they disassociate. Right. They can. Compl- it's just like if I see somebody when they you know get a haircut or change or wear glasses who, who i don't we've all done it all right yeah. i'll give you that considering that you know like as a teacher if i see a kid on the streets um and they, they're, they're not taking sitting, back they're not sitting no i'm talking about me yeah, you're taking back because yeah. they're not sitting in that exact desk that i'm used to seeing them in every day and then it's like wait who's the, oh wait yeah i know uh your name uh yeah, yeah i have trouble recalling or even it. look at Co- right. look at covid right now People are just covering from their chin to their nose, and we're like, "Who's that again?" Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of trouble recognizing. It's so, so funny because at work, I'm like, like I see like the kids like pull their mask down to get water. I'm like, "That's not the face I thought you would have." <laughs> I didn't recognize you by the back yeah. of your head. <laughs> but um, for me, that that's the big thing about Henry Cavill, especially. Um, I I do agree that um he does not do a whole lot of differentiating, yeah. but also it works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of him as Superman. Hold on, go back to the physicality yeah. for a minute because I have a question. How mm-hmm. important is the jawline? Uh, for Superman? Yeah. Not as important mm-hmm. as Batman? Correct. I agree yeah. with you yeah. on that. But um there's no it, cow. <laughs> it has to have a, a certain You can't you can have a bloated face essentially. No, you, you can't. 
He can't look like he has a glass jaw. So like like uh, uh, Chris Farley as Superman just wouldn't work. For, it would not. Work. No, that wouldn't work at all. Actually, that would. I would be so great. watch I would that. So watch that. <laughs> that would actually be very entertaining. But um, be I the think best one ever. Yeah, it's like Seth Rogen as as. I, I mean, he was a superhero. He was the Green Hornet. Yeah, which oh, I think that's God. gonna be that's gotta be a podcast. Yeah, that's on the list. Oh, that's that's on the list. List. we have a list yeah. of potential things. But uh, for me, Henry Cavill. Um, I feel it, I agree with Rob. He didn't. He does. He's not working with the right material, but he's doing yeah. the best he can with it. Yes. Um, as far as conflicted Superman, I don't have a problem with it in one movie. It's the yeah. fact that we're yeah. at Justice League at this point. Yeah. Um, that he, and he's still moping. That yeah. that's where I'm like, all right, like I don't mind him having a very human conundrum, like a very human yes. like cr- identity crisis right. in Man of Steel. It really works. In Batman vs Superman, again, we we always say there should have been a movie in between. Yes. We're missing that. I would very much like to see cuz Zack Snyder's Justice League more set him up to be more like all right, I I am Superman. It's who I am. I'm going mm-hmm. to help yeah. the, you know, the team. I'm going to go I'm going to be the leader of the pack. I'm going to be geeky. The literary term is Buildings Roman where a character comes into their own mm-hmm. and learns to be who they are and embraces their identity. And Man of Steel is very much a Buildings Roman where he is developing. As, but then it's like, okay, the next movie is also him developing into his identity, and so is the next one. And yeah. it's like, but for me, I look at it as him creating the identity for himself, and then him presenting that identity in Batman vs Superman, yes, and the yeah. public being no, yeah, mm-hmm. we don't like it, we don't trust it. Yeah. It's a very modern day reaction yes which i appreciated more uh, upon multiple rewatches of batman vs superman both the the regular and the extended cut Mm -hmm. it's a very human reaction to to if somebody if i mean we're we're sitting here it's it's uh, april 10th 2021 if a guy floated down from the sky right now in a brightly well not that bright i'm sorry in a (laughs) in a costume with godlike powers and he was like i'm here to help I'm gonna save you guys. Look at look at us and John Walker. We, yeah. Most people hate him. Yeah. And he was, and the world was like, "Here's your new Captain America." And the world was like, "No, <laughs> nope, we don't want it." Well, they are now, at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, Someone um, needs to catch up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. But the la- the last thing I'll say about Henry Cavill is I hope he's not done, and I hope that if they do a Man of Steel sequel, it has to be him as being the celebrated Superman. Mm-hmm. People have to be happy he's back. I want to see him rescue a cat out of a tree, and I hope that kid doesn't get smacked afterwards because they do that in the in the, yeah. in the Christopher Reeve Superman. Mommy, this guy flew down and said, didn't I tell you not oh, to yeah, lie? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you hear smack, smack, yeah. smack. I, I want a sequel. I want I want Henry Cavill's Superman to be mm-hmm. that. And I also, also, also want like a challenge for him. Unfortunately, with Steppenwolf in both Justice League versions, it showed that he's too powerful. Yeah. Just, I, I want this, this Snyderverse to be end. Cause it, and this, this was, again, this was another video I was watching that like the Snyderverse is just like Zack Snyder seems to misunderstand the role that violence plays in society where he just has gratuitous violence for the sake of it being cool instead of it being a commentary um, like he was talking about they were talking about Watchmen about how in, in the comic for Watchmen the violence is very like 
matter of fact. It's not cool, but Zack Snyder makes it cool in Watchmen, which kind of goes against the entire concept of what violence stands for in these universes. And that Batman is slaughtering people left and right, and we're like, wow, look at that. That kind of just goes against the whole concept of what violence plays in these. And and I, I wish, I long for, I, it seems silly to say, but I long for the Brandon Ruth uh, Superman that was just a do-gooder. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a Superman movie, like, don't get me wrong, watching him and Zod go at it and him and the other Kryptonians thoroughly enjoy it. It's like, that's the little kid in oh, me Oh, when going. they're on the street level there? Street level and yes. the, the Battle of Metropolis. Like, yeah. both of those, those yeah. fights, I'm like... This is what I wanted from a Superman movie. We watched Godzilla versus Kong, and we're like cheering as millions of people are dying. <laughs> like we're like, yeah, Yay! yeah, big monkey. <laughs> but Go, like, screw John monkey. Walker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I would be okay if if they do a Superman sequel to have the big action set pieces like you know the plane scene from Superman Returns. But also he needs he needs to throw upon, he needs to be physically challenged. But also that's why Lex Luthor's supposed to be such a good villain because he's supposed to. Sometimes you can't punch your way out of something. Yeah, yeah. Them. but that, yeah. I think that's gonna wrap us yeah, up. Yeah, that's on. so that's gonna wrap us up for our movie actors. Uh, we're gonna switch over to TV. We're gonna start with our modern day uh, portrayal, and that's going to be Tyler Hecklin, and probably our our longest yes. discussion on TV Superman. Yeah. So he's portrayed Superman in uh, the Supergirl series as well as the current series going on right now, Superman and Lois. Um, you want to go first this time? I can go first. Sure. Might as well. Um, I feel like <laughs> so it's it's a tough one because I, I do like him as Superman. We don't really see him as Clark Kent at all. Not in Supergirl. Not in Supergirl. He does say lickety split, though. Yeah. Um, but in the new series he's in, the Superman and Lois one. You really see him more as Clark Kent than Superman, mm-hmm. um, and it's good to see the human side because you, whenever you see Clark Kent, you only see him like here and there. But in Superman and Lois, it's basically seventy-five percent of it is Clark Kent. Clark Kent. Um, you know, he's got his kids at this point, and everything's back living in Kansas. Um, so I, I do like Tyler Hecklin. I like the suits. I I, I do enjoy. I didn't his suit. like his first suit at when yeah. when they first showed it because it, it was just a, it was a departure with uh, the the cape yeah. straps and and the the darkish yellow s. Yeah. Uh, like I said though, um, Tyler Hecklin's in great shape. Like he was on Team Wolf for a long time, yeah. and I remember when they cast him, I was like, really? Mm-hmm. But he, for me anyway, he he really encapsulates. The, yeah. Uh, the Superman, like the first scene you see him, and he's on the phone with Perry. He's like, I'll have it to you lickety split. Yeah. No, I know nobody says lickety split anymore. <laughs> um, but the, the opening to Superman and Lois, that opening scene where he kind of like talks about where he is, yeah. and, and like it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the suits, I do think that his current suit is a little padded. Yeah. Um, to, just in the shoulder type areas, yeah. just to give him a little yeah. bit more of a wider frame. Yeah, because he does seem like a slight f- uh, physique. He, he's him. very slender, yeah. but like yeah. he's ripped too. Like which yeah. seems, you know. Right. But in Superman and, or in Supergirl, they never went out of their way, and he still was intimidating. And still, one of the best scenes in this in this all the series is when Oliver Queen finally meets him. Yeah, and he puffs up, and yeah. Barry goes, are, "Are you puffing out your chest?" Yeah. He's like, "Yes." 
but yeah. he he has this this earnest level yeah. about him. He's just he seems like the right like just a nice guy and you you can understand why people don't like his kids. They're like you can't be Superman. We know Superman. We've seen Superman. Yeah. Like they and then they're shocked. Like yeah. I, it's the it's a really cool. And that was all in the first episode. Yeah. He he's a little bit more relatable, you know, as as we bring up towards the kids. He's a little bit more kid friendly than Cavill. So they do what Man of Steel and that series should have done. Yeah. Where he, when he saves things, like when he's doing his Superman thing, he is all confidence, not arrogance, just confidence. Like there's a, there's a scene with a bridge collapse. Yep. He doesn't go in there like, all right, what do I have to do? What if I mess up? Like he just goes in and he does his Superman thing. Yep. But then when he goes home, he's, he's having trouble. He's conflicted. And, like there's a great scene in Batman vs Superman where Superman's watching a newsreel. Like must there be a Superman? He's sitting there like, like he's just disheartened. But he had just saved a bunch of people. If he had just been smiling while he saved the people, the whole scene would have been different. Yeah, I I really think that this show, in ca- it, it caught the right balance finally. Yeah, and that's a hard thing about Superman because everybody says he's boring and not relatable. Yeah, Rob, you're a parent. There's, I'm sure there's nothing more relatable than seeing a dad struggle with his his son. Having watched the uh, now, remember I have only seen the first episode of the show, and I have to say it it was authentic, um, and it was neat because it was more of an ensemble piece where it wasn't so much about Superman. Like that's the good thing about Tyler Heckling is that he does blend into a cast, um, whereas you know Henry Cavill clearly you know comes you know sticks out um and so it was more of like a family drama and and i I thought it was very authentic and sincere in terms of the way he held dealt with his kids yeah it's it's just i really i i I think he's one of the best betrayals of superman i like even though it's only been five episodes and a couple of supergirl and crisis stuff yeah Yeah. because he's got that good blend of clark kent and superman while all your other portrayals have either been too much superman or like not a good Clark Kent. He, so he, he yeah. balances out. What was that out. WB family drama? Um, where, Gilmore Girls. No, it was like One Tree Hill. Maybe it was the the one with the father. Um, Seventh I, Heaven. Maybe you know what I think oh, it was actually. I remember Seventh Heaven. Yeah, yeah, it almost feels like a superhero Seventh Heaven. A little bit. I can see bit. that. Yeah. yeah. Now, having said that, Tyler Hecklin is probably. I'm, I'm so impressed that you got that from you know the show with the fa- with the father. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the first two I was just making w- fun of you. Wait, did you mean father as in father or father as in like priest? He's a priest, he's a priest yeah, yeah, as well. He's a priest in it. Oh uh, <laughs> no, I meant as in dad, but you figured it out anyway. Uh, but um, so in terms of TV Superman, we wanted to really just talk about Tyler Hecklin. Really, well, I'll really quick briefly mention because I think I'm the only one here that actually watched Smallville. I saw like one, saw one two, episode, three yeah. episodes. <laughs> so the reason we are not going to do a discussion on Smallville, besides the fact is that I'm the only one that's ever seen it, was he wasn't Superman in it. He was Chris, he was Kent. he was Clark Kent trying to become Superman. It's a it's a ten year journey to become Superman, and yeah. then we don't even really see him in the outfit. So <laughs> as much as I love that show, and I have such rose-colored glasses for it you know like I, yeah. I can watch that show and be like i love this it's cheesy and corny yeah. and out of yeah. date in a cw show but um he's not superman in it and he, yeah. he doesn't you don't see him he doesn't really even start creating the clark Kent persona of the bumbling reporter until mm-hmm. the last season mm-hmm. everybody should know who superman and they they play way fast and loose like even worse than really? <laughs> justice league and all that wow. um and then george reeves obviously what about dean kane I, he was next on the list oh, after sorry, George Reeves. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, George Reeves was was great for the time. You know, he was very committed to the role. He was one that fi- that uh, 
decided to do the uh, the swinging into frame and the ju- and the trampoline out yeah. of frame. Like he he was committed to the role, but it, it destroyed him. It destroyed his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you guys are interested in a in a story about that, watch the movie Hollywood Land. Oh, with Ben Affleck. With yeah. Ben Affleck as Superman, which is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and he sleeps with Diane Lane, who plays Martha Kent. Why did you say that name? Um, and then lastly, uh, Dean Cain. I know I didn't really watch Superman and Lois. No, I did. Yeah, I, I was into it. So um, yeah. he was dorky, uh, which was fun. Um, like I can remember when he first met Lois. They're, he, they introduce him. He's like, "Who's that?" And they're like, "Clark, are you okay?" And he's actually floating like four inches above the ground because he's just not aware. He's so awestruck with Lois, and it, it very much focused on their relationship, which is I think where um, the new Superman and Lois like. It's called Superman and Lois. Yes. Um, I, I I think the title is actually a misnomer because it's not so much about their relationship as it is about their family. Whereas, like, you know, Lois and Clark was about the relationship. Where, and it, they were smart with Superman and Lois to throw the kids into the mix. It made yeah. a big difference. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and so it was because it could have been derivative of of Lois and Clark. And it it's not because of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's fun. He's dorky. He's he's, you know, he still enjoys and relishes his role as having superpowers and everything. Yeah. And, and he's fun. He was good for the time. But I, I don't know how well they stand up now I would have loved to see him um, living on Earth 90 during crisis because that's where uh, yeah. uh, Barry Allen uh, John Wesley Ship's Barry Allen oh, was yeah. Earth yep. 90 but um, I th- is it time for us to yes yeah, very briefly we didn't mention Nick Cage we're not mentioning no, but anyway <laughs> his glowing suit so before we oh. wrap up what we're going to do is we're going to talk about who our favorite portrayal has been um, you not, could do not the best, just not the our best. personal, our, our favorite. personal it is completely favorites. Completely subjective, and I will allow you, gentlemen, if you want to, I you can pick a TV, and you could pick a movie, or I'm if you sure, want to just, just do one, one yeah. Yeah, I might just pick one. All I'm right, Mario, with that. All right, who's going first? Who wants to go first? Rob. Okay. <laughs> Rob raised his hand. <laughs> it's because Rob doesn't ever host the podcast. <laughs> I, I'm I'm working up on my confidence for that. Um, I. I think I might have to still go with Christopher Reeve. Okay. Um, that he just when I think Superman, that's what I think of. You know, putting aside you know Quest for Peace and and whatever Superman three was <laughs> called. Um, I actually think I still enjoyed Superman three with Richard <laughs> Richard Pryor. Um, uh. I I still think of Superman when I think Superman. I think him. I he just is the comic book come to life for me yeah um with the smile with the 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 superman curl with him standing with the arms folded floating in the air um i love his he loves being superman and we love watching him and that's what superman for me should be okay that's fair that's fair paul it's this might be controversial i i might have to lean towards tyler hecklin and I'll I'll explain my reasoning why. First and foremost, when his very first episode on Supergirl, he goes out of his way to say hi to the kids afterwards with her. Um, there's a great shot of him protecting this family, and then he turns and he winks at the kid, and mm-hmm. then flies off. Like those very subtle nuances. He is just having fun, and he enjoy. It's it's like Rob said, he enjoys what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he enjoys yeah. being Superman. Um, he gives Carl all this advice and you know him and Lois have such a great relationship where one's not more important than the other unfortunately Margot Margot Kidder she, like her Lois Lane was just I don't I, yeah. I don't hold her in high regards as far as Lois Lane's go anymore because we've had really good portrayals yeah. of Lois Lane but like watching him now be 
try and like be stuck between Superman and his family. Yeah. I really wish the Justice League was still was actually like a thing in the Arrowverse because yeah. they they planted the seed and then they haven't done anything with it. I really like as much as I love I love Henry Cavill. I really do. I'm a big fan of not only his work as Superman but his other bodies of work, and he looks the part. He he definitely can do the he can do yeah. Superman. Even when in the in the Joss Whedon version, we got to see that glimpse of the more optimistic Superman, but because it was just a mess yeah. of storytelling, it we just ha- I have to treat Henry Cavill's Superman as an Elseworlds Superman at this point, yeah. and that's the only way that I I really am like I I I want him to have the right Superman movie to end with, mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. I as, and again as much I love Christopher Reeve I I yeah. really really do I think he is just a grade a superman but like i have to look at my checklist and you know it's the suits it's the yeah. the the story that he gets to unfortunately the superman movies they really go downhill yeah. quick you mean christopher reeves superman yeah, movies? yeah like oh man like it's it's yeah. it's hard to watch <laughs> yeah i haven't rewatched three and four in years they're they're yeah. atrocious even yeah. threes threes not what I remember watching number three endlessly in the eighties and loving it, but I yeah, it is not ten. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, I I think I'm gonna have to actually go Tyler Hecklin. All right, um, so I'm gonna be a little complicated here. Ooh, and that's the end of our show. Yeah, we'll see. No, 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 no. no. Um, so I think Cavill is the best looking Superman. Meaning, like, physique-wise, not, like... I'm wow, assuming he's... you mean in the suit, not, like, out of the suit. Yeah, in, okay. in, in And suit, I don't like, mean that like, to be yes. cheeky. I'm no, no, no. serious. In the suit, he looks the best. Christopher Reeve portrayed the character the best. Okay. But neither one of them were my top. Because of the perfect blend of look mm-hmm. and portrayal, I'm agreeing with Paul. Tyler Heck. Tyler Heck. Wow. Yes. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I'll let you finish. Mm. I don't disagree with you guys. I just think it's too soon. That's, I, I, that's fair. Yes. Yeah. So it, it can change. Obviously, he could get knocked down right. and then and I get would, back up again. And then get back up again. Right. But And then punch us all in the face. It, it, I feel like if he keeps going the way it has been, mm-hmm. he's going to be the best. Yeah. he's got. I think he's now, got that potential. Yeah. And now if it goes, if for whatever reason it takes you know, one eight turn and starts going downhill. Mm-hmm. I, I would go with Christopher Reeve um, over Cavill, but right right now I'm gonna I'm gonna say Tyler Hecklin just because he's got that perfect blend. He's got the look, obviously not as well as Cavill does because he's not as big and everything like that. But he's still got a little bit of that V shape to him. You know, he can fill out a suit, but his portrayal as Superman. It is a little bit under what Christopher Reeve had had done, and then I feel like he's also got a one of the best portrayals as Clark Kent as well. So I'm, I would have to vote for Tyler Hecklin. Mm-hmm. Now, before we end, we do have to do a very special birthday shout out Woo-hoo! for uh, Timmy of Timmy's Corner fame. Timmy uh, turned thirteen. Thirteen. He's a teenager. Woo-hoo! That's terrifying. <laughs> wow, we're old. I wonder how Rob feels. Is, is Timmy, does Timmy have something to contribute to the episode? So I texted him and birthday he said, shout out for the uh, first of all, I said, what's your opinion on Superman? And he said, I don't remember a thing about Superman because he <laughs> thought I was talking about uh, Justice League. Oh, okay. um, 
and, and which is, I think, a commentary a, a little bit on Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I said, no, no, no. Overall, in general, he says, I think Superman is a good superhero, and he shows a symbol of hope, and he's pretty helpful, and I like that. All right. All right. And then Lauren t- chimed in, and she said she wants the mustache cut released. Nobody wants the mustache <laughs> cut released. Don't we all, though? No. Oh, no, never mind. Thank you. No. All right. So that's going to wrap us up for today. We would love to hear your thoughts. Um, We did do a little poll on Facebook and Instagram, and we had a couple people answer and give their opinions. Uh, We had, you know, Cavill, and I think really it was just Cavill. We had Um, Paul's name get mentioned. mm And then we had somebody else answer off on Facebook. I can't remember what they said, though. Does anyone else remember what? Pretty sure my answer? wife said Christopher Walken. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She no did. Said Christopher Walken. Yeah. Um, I, I think that was I, all the I responses put, we I get put up on there. <laughs> Channing Tatum is the yes. best Superman. He, he really. He was actually very. Yeah. Funny. He, he was. Anybody really got some good. kryptonite? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's gonna wrap us up. If you have any thoughts on Superman or anything you in general that you would love for us to talk about, um, you can definitely reach out to us, Paul. How can they go ahead and do that? Uh, by buying us dinner first? I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, The Misfit Faction, Multiverse Fancast, or Cinematic Adventures pages. We, uh, there we update with all of our uh, new content. Every Monday you'll see our new episodes. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitter. YouTube is uh, The Misfit Faction Media Network because it was really hard to find a name, so I made a really long one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on t- Twitter, I believe it's just Misfit Faction now. Yep. Uh, you can also find us on Podbean. Apple Podcast, what and Instagram? Yeah, yeah, subtle as a brick. <laughs> um, so anywhere you guys listen to podcasts, you can find our show. It uh, really helps for you guys uh, to subscribe and leave comments and reviews and all that stuff. It's the best way to help us uh, grow and improve. And we can handle constructive criticism as long as it's not about Marvel, because then Rob <laughs> <laughs> miserable. His hair not just every needs- Marvel movie's uh, Iron Man two isn't very good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. um yeah so that's all that all right thank you for chiming in i'm ronnie i'm paul and i'm rob and we'll be back in a flash. smorgasbord Shh.